it is Tuesday afternoon and this is the Perspective Shifters. And today, oh my gosh, huge, huge, huge topic that we're going to be talking about today is the two-week notice with the queen of the exit strategy. And we are going to be covering some awesome things. And as you hop on today, make sure you tell us hi. This is the Perspective Shifters. This is where we talk about all kinds of hot topics and solve some problems while we're at it, right? And we pull forward all of those things that we want to talk about and nobody really kind of does. So we put that platform out there and talk about it. My name is Erin Strayer. I'm a uh, business strategist and growth consultant for female entrepreneurs, up-leveling them and uh, putting out their, their awesomeness into the world. I'm kind of stumbling all over my words because I'm super excited about our guest today. <laughs> this is the Amy Coates, the, let's just capitalize that out there in front of her. Um, she is uh, the queen of exit strategy from the corporate world. She has her own story, developed her own strategy plan, and uh, worked it and made it happen. So, hi, honey. I'm so glad you're here with us today. I'm so excited to be here. So excited, finally. So, I know. It seems like we've been waiting forever for this day. It seems like we've been, it's like, oh my gosh, it's like, here, it's here, it's here. Yeah. So, Again, as you guys are coming on, I know there's some people on live with us. Make sure you say hi to us. We'll give you a little shout out. Um, but yeah, let's like dive into your like backstory there. You were corporate for like, you know, 10 to 15 years. Loved every minute of it. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it until I didn't love it. And then I really didn't love it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Like did something huge like happen trigger I know for me I know what happened for me and my in my journey and what triggered me like I got sick hi Ashley thanks for jumping on with us um, but did something happen specific for you that um, like was a trigger point for you you know I don't you know I was I was 39 38 so maybe it was almost like that 40 year, you know, me turning 40 that I realized, what am I doing? <laughs> you know, um, not loving what I did. Um, I met my boyfriend at my corporate job. Actually, we've been together for 10 years. And when he left, I felt like they're really, I don't know. I just, not that it depended on him. I was there first, but I, I was just like, he's doing his thing. Why can't I do my thing now? You know <laughs> And then I just started to not, you know, love the company and everything. So it just yeah. kind of happened that way. So, um, and then I just really focused on figuring out what am I going to do? How am I going to make this work? And how do I get out of this? Because I've been in it for so long and it's really all I knew. So, um, you know, and that's the, that's the, that's that sticky like container that we get all of a hi Cheryl. Thanks for jumping on that. We get stuck in so often is, Oh, well, what else do you know how to do Amy? Right. Do you, do you have any other qualifications, Amy? Right. Gosh, you're so good at what you do. Do you really want to leave? Mm -hmm. I got that a lot. Right. Because mm -hmm. so, I had kind of a cushy job too. I mean, cushy. I mean, I had been there for 12 years flexible schedule, making good money. Um, I pretty much, you know, I was the only one in my department. So I did everything. I was who they depended on. So, you know, a lot of people, blue girl. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So a lot of people are like, why would you walk away from that? It's like, but I, I'm making money for someone else. You know, it's You're punching the clock Yeah, for someone else. 
Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So like at some point in time that became not very fulfilling anymore. Very much so. <laughs> right. Very much so. Plus I, um, you know, as, as flexible as it was, I worked on every vacation because no one else knew my job. Wow. So I'm in Ireland in like this little pub trying to get wireless to do payroll for the company. You know what I mean? Like things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Because nobody else can do your job because they've never cross trained anybody. Right. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's no short staff and you're <laughs> right. Anybody else have that problem where you can yeah. work? <laughs> yeah. And there was no appreciation for that either. Like what I went through to make sure I did a good job too. Like there's no other than me just having a job and being paid and getting benefits. There's no like real, real. Get boys, do you? Nothing. I know. And that suck. It's like hor it's horrible, isn't it? Like like you don't even get the thanks mm -hmm. for being the only person that can do that job in that company. And the glue that holds that that part together. Ashley says she's the only one in her department, the only one who generates lead for the whole company. Yeah, right. So you're feeling it too, Ash. Like, absolutely. They love you. Yeah. <laughs> you, don't, you don't get that vacation that you earned. <laughs> right. <laughs> so true. At yeah. least now, when I when I do that stuff, it's like I I feel good about it. It's like, oh, I you know, it's more fun. It's more um, rewarding. You know, um, and then you know, people that I have helping me, I I'm much more appreciative of what they do because I I know what it's like to be on the other side of that. Yeah. Yeah, and isn't that funny, The that lesson that you've learned right there, like appreciate the people that work for you? Like, come on, where'd the human go in? Right. Oh, you just owe it to us? Right, yeah, <laughs> right. The loyalty's yeah. gone. <laughs> <laughs> right. You're lucky to have a job. Exactly, or, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so like at some point you, you know, your boyfriend left and you're like, okay, what, what am I doing? Mm -hmm. And you started to devise here. I'm leaving. Mm -hmm. started I, did to it. Send it up. I did it secretly. Um, I know, I know. Um, I didn't even know like this whole online space existed really. I didn't have a Facebook page. You know, I wasn't very active. I had Instagram or Twitter, whatever was popular at the time. Um, is that called MySpace? My, yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was probably it. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Um, but I realized that I could take, you know, what I was doing into the online space and offer this virtually, you know, and I didn't, I didn't know that existed. And I was like, why, you know, why don't I just do that? I can create my own schedule, you know, hire people to help me and really make it do the things I actually love to do. Um, so I, I did do that. And then I don't know if you want to get into it right away, but then I um, didn't, I felt like I, after I, you know, I gained momentum fairly quickly because everyone needs those services, you know, project management, bookkeeping, payroll, all of that stuff. Um, so it wasn't necessarily hard to find clients, but it was hard to find the right clients, I would say. Um, and so I, I scaled quickly, but I realized I was 
kind of back into my corporate job. You know, I was, I had three bosses, then I had three clients and I had three people that I was basically accountable to. And at that time freedom just wasn't um, there right away. So I, I regretted that a little bit, but I loved the whole process of going from corporate to online because I learned a lot of what not to do and what to do. And, and that's so that's valuable right there too, isn't it? I think it, I think actually that's what's helping me now with the two week notice society is I went through those, those pains and mistakes and I'm able to kind of learn from it and implement the right steps, which now helps my clients also as well. But yeah, um, it, it was a tough process, but I, I, I wouldn't, I don't regret it at all. I loved it. Yeah. And you know, even though you feel like they're, um, mistakes or oopses or <laughs> I'm never doing that again, whatever you want to, right? <laughs> whatever you want to call that, it's like, holy cow, now you can plug that right into how you coach and teach your, and mentor your clients because you already did it. Like, mm -hmm. let's not recreate the wheel here, people. Guess what? I already did that and it didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go down that path. I'm telling you. <laughs> Yeah. So like, so you were doing both your new, your new subcontracting behind the scenes while you were still working your J-O-B mm -hmm. trying to figure out how to navigate that. Right. So, so time management was probably a huge, huge for you, wasn't it? it really, both. Yeah. It really was. I was basically working two full-time jobs. I felt like, cause I was trying to grow my, I got a client fairly quickly, but I was still trying to scale that business. It was called virtual CO solutions. And, um, I was trying to scale it as well. So I could leave my job because I had an income goal in mind that I needed to achieve before I could leave my, um, nine to five. So, um, you got to have that padding. Yeah, exactly. And I was concerned about that. So, um, yeah, scary to go without a net. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the other thing. I did build up savings as well. I kind of cut myself off from tried to from all those extra. You didn't buy the yeah, cut <laughs> your shoe budget out. <laughs> oh, that's so I could have cut more. I ne now working from home. It's like I never have to really. Um, Wear shoes. <laughs> as much as I love them, but um, but yeah, it was um, it was a little bit about six months before I was fully able to leave my nine to five and go um, full time in my online business. So that's actually a pretty um, amazing feat that it only took you six months. True to build up clientele and to build up and replace the income mm -hmm. from your job to be able to leave. That's pretty mm -hmm. impressive. Mm -hmm. And that takes like some massive strategy planning. Yes. Let's talk about that. Yes. Girl. <laughs> strategy. <laughs> um, so, you know, it does, it's, I would say time management and strategy are probably, and then mindset because mm -hmm. I was not in an entrepreneur mindset. I think I am actually just becoming, um, much more entrepreneurial. I would say, um, 
even though I felt like my position at my nine to five was kind of entrepreneurial, I mean, I was basically running the company, it not from a sales perspective, but just operational perspective. Um, so I understood that part, but um, having to make those decisions sometimes, it's easy for me to judge, you know, maybe my boss's decisions, but when I have to make them, it's like, oh, yeah, stuck, like stuck it hurts. Dude, yeah. it? it does. It does. <laughs> it's your time. It's your money. Right. It's, yeah. Yeah. Where do you want to plug that in? Right. Do you really need to make another budget for that? Right. Yeah. Right. Right. So it was um, managing my time. I did work a little bit sometimes on my biz, my side business at my nine to five, which I don't always advise to everyone, but I'm sure everyone does it as well. <laughs> um, and then just really figuring out what I needed to make, how to make this online space work. I took a ton of courses. Um, some were good, some not so good. Uh, really trying to figure out what I wanted to do. One of the biggest mistakes I learned was I wanted to offer everything. Oh, I can do email management. I can do, you know, membership sites. I don't need to be doing that. Like, you know, I, it's like, it just was going to cost, it cost me more agony by trying to be everything to everyone than figuring out what I was really good at and what I loved to do. Um, and kind of find those clients that needed those specific tasks from me. So that was a huge lesson. And that's sometimes even, um, a pretty difficult task all in itself is to find, find your people. True. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You do you find that um, your messaging and how you put it out there is directly related to the clients you attract? Uh, 100 percent. Yeah. Mm hmm. And I've learned a lot with that. I'm still learning that tweaking. Yeah. I think that's an ongoing kind of thing that morphs and changes with with you and with how when you up level yourself mm -hmm. you know your clientele changes with you as you grow do you agree with that and then you have to speak different to them i do um i one thing i just learned with this most recent launch that i did was um i did a, a five-day challenge and what i asked the audience what they i thought they wanted to learn more about time management a little bit what we're talking about today because i thought that's the level that they were at when I did a poll in my Facebook group, they wanted to learn about sales funnels. I didn't even know that they were at that level or interested wow. in that. So it's just kind of an example of like knowing your audience and how you speak to them. I've been doing Facebook lives and tons of, um, you know, education on time management and a little bit of strategy. And they were at becoming at this level of sales funnels and working on that. So now I'm doing a challenge for that, but it's interesting and in how it, so much to your point is you have to know your client and know what they're looking for. And how genius to actually ask them. Right. <laughs> what they want. How genius yeah. is that? Like, don't just give them what you think they want. Like mm -hmm. ask them what they want and then give them that. Mm -hmm. Like, like you couldn't have probably been more left of what they were wanting. Right. Brilliant. Yeah. Hi, sister. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> On that. So, so I want to talk a little bit about now you're, now you are full-time, you are full-time entrepreneur, work from home, 
how, and you know, time management is kind of both up both of our alleys. And I know that off camera, we talked a little bit. Hi, Jackie. It's nice to see you. She's like, how do you determine what to charge? What to charge when you were just starting out in business online in your online business? That's a good one, Jack. That is a good one. Can I address that? I um, I first struggled with that because. I had this mindset issue where even though I had 20 years doing my job in the corporate world, I felt like I was new in the online space. Mm -hmm. Even though it's the same tasks, you need the same, you know, education and history and experience. I just felt like I was brand new again for some reason. So it did take me a little bit to get over this mindset. And the first client that I um, took on, I, pretty, I gave them a very low ball offer. Sorry to say, but I mean, that's what I did because I really wanted the client, but it also gave me the, um, you know, kind of the confirmation that I could do this and I could bring people in. But, um, I did regret, you know, setting my, my, um, price too low for that. Um, so I did obviously raise it, but I think you have to look at what, what's, happening in the marketplace as well. What are people paying? Who, you know, where do you align yourself with the other people in the space that you are in? Because you don't want to overprice yourself. You don't want to outprice yourself, but you also don't want to start too low where you're working in for nothing, basically. Yeah. So that's market research. Jackie, totally. back to your question. Totally market research. Um, and then value of your worth, right? Like mm -hmm. it's okay to like lowball that first client to build that confidence and build your self worth and know you can deliver what you say you're going to deliver, but then scale yourself. Right. Like, like go up to market standard. Like, yeah. and that's easy. That's an easy Google is to Google market standard for what you're offering Jackie. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> I know Jackie's Jackie's uh, lane is pretty specific too on where she she targets, but that's a great, great question. Um, mm -hmm. that's great advice for sure. Yeah. It's sure. tough. I, you know, it's tough, but you have to be confident too in what you're offering because yeah. you don't want to be working a gazillion hours for nothing. You know, there's, you're, you're just not going to love what you're doing and it's not what you're set out to do. I'm assuming. At least it wasn't what I set out to do. <laughs> yeah, you left the gazillion hours and the working on vacation. Right. On right. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, how do you how do you um, working at home? I know for me that it was a um, it was a big transition for me to actually figure out how to work at home because mm -hmm. even though it doesn't seem like that's that big of a deal, it really is, isn't it? like figuring out how not to do all the other things that you usually do at home mm -hmm. while you're supposed to be working. Yeah. Like, like for me, one of the key things was my office is upstairs in my home. Like I actually have to shut the door physically. Like seriously, I have to shut the door. Yeah. That's what did it for me. Otherwise, before that, it was like I was running, I was doing laundry, I was taking stuff out for dinner, I was, you know, letting the dog out, I was doing, I was doing stuff instead of working. Mm -hmm. Distracted. Do you have a specific thing that works for you 
for working from home and being on time and being strategic? Do you have office hours, set office hours? I do have some set office hours, but I try to, um, if I have things that I need to do, I do work at night sometimes. But um, I have a, a, I put everything in my calendar. I like live by my calendar, my Google calendar. Um, and I pretty much try to, uh, I mean, I even put when I'm going to shower in my calendar. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really, um, tr you know, try to stay true to my calendar. I put when I'm going to work out. I don't put when I eat lunch, but, you know, you know, things like that. And then specific tasks that I'm going to do. Like, so every morning I have different, um, you know, where I reach out, like kind of visibility type um, tasks that I do every morning that I keep in a Trello board that I check off. Um, just to make sure that I'm doing them. I, I try not to check my email till later in the morning, but some days I'm better than others with that. Um, but really trying to schedule my day so that I know I can get things done. I'm, I'm also a huge list maker. Like I just have to write it down. I just, I just do. It's just my thing. I love to cross it off. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah, and um, you know, the Trello boards work so beautifully for that. If you guys are coming up through the ranks and you're needing something to help you stay on task mm -hmm. and to keep things done and organized, uh, Trello is a phenomenal resource um, until you outgrow it. Um, and that's absolutely beautiful. Um, and it'll work with you for a while, it'll grow with you. Um, so I really highly, I'm sure you do too, Amy. Mm -hmm. you, um, like, it's beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful um, resource and task um, taskmaster to help navigate your day. Right. right. So, do you get up at the same time every single day? I do. It's a little bit it, like, yeah, I do. I almost can do it without the alarm some days, which is really weird. Um, I guess that happens to some people, but um, I do. I, I'm actually kind of a morning person. I like getting up early. I am too. And do you love getting up for work now? Uh, yeah, because I don't like, I literally can just make coffee and walk into my office here and I'm good to go, you know. When was the last time you were late for work? What do you call it? Um, I can't even remember anymore. What, a personal holiday? Personal, yeah. <laughs> I can do that whenever I want now. It's kind of amazing. I know. Isn't it great? Like, and you don't have to feel bad about it. Right? I know. Like, or, go ahead. No, I was going to say, um, like a few months ago, I, I tell this story a lot, but I met a friend for coffee and we ended up having like a four and a half hour coffee date and I never had to like check my phone. Like normally my boss would have been calling me. I would have been like anxious, sweating, you know, this and that. It's like, we, we probably would have went till like midnight if we could have, but it was just so, that was like my first realization that I was like, I can do whatever I want. You know, like it's so refreshing. Yeah. So how long ago did you quit your corporate? A year ago, almost a year ago. A year ago. Okay, people, if you're on or watching the replay of this, like I just want that to sink and land with you. Like seriously, she quit her corporate a year ago. Uh-huh. Let it land. That's huge. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. Because <laughs> it's huge, right? I mean... Like to step out and to step across that fear line, right? Like, yeah. So that's that mindset part, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. 
Fear is huge. I actually ask the people that come into my group, like the three question, you know, you can ask them questions before they join your group. And their biggest struggle with leaving their nine to five or their like biggest um, reason why they're not is fear. I, I think 95% of them say fear. Mm-hmm. Fear of what though? Fear of uh, rejection from family, fear of not making money, fear of... Those are two of the biggest ones. Fear of re- not being able to... Re- and then health insurance is the third. Um, which is understandable, but um, there are other options. But um, yeah, fear of, and I, and one funny thing about me is I never told my family or friends or anyone what I was doing. I didn't either. (laughs) (laughs) Not one. I told my husband and that was it. Yeah. Well, yeah. 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 So funny. It's funny. It's funny how much, how many, now it's been um, three years for me Mm -hmm. um, since I stepped away from my medical career, but like, they don't even know what I do now. Same. Yeah. They're like, oh, huh, she's still got clothes on. Awesome. And she's still feeding her family. Oh, yeah. She must be doing something okay. I know. Get wick. I don't know. But <laughs> I feel like they're always waiting for that like phone call where like, I'm like, I lost it all. Or you know what I mean? Like, it's not like, I just feel like Mom, they, move in. they don't <laughs> like, they're just so confused. So I don't even really mention it to them. Um, Cause it's hard for them to understand. Yeah. Yeah. And even like my old coworkers, I didn't even tell them what I was doing when they left, but um, that's a whole nother story, but. Right. So um, shameless plug here at the end, before we let our people go for the afternoon. Um, do you want to talk about your program? Do you want to talk about how people can find you? Do you want to talk about like, you know, how people can work with you and get all your amazingness? Sure. I am um, Two Week Notice Society pretty much everywhere. My website is twoweeknoticesociety.com. My Facebook page is Two Week Notice Society, as well as my Facebook group. Um, I do have a freebie on the steps that I took to replace my income in six months, which um, you can find on my website. It's on my Facebook page. Um, And then I will, I just launched my Thrive Without the 9 to 5 group program, and I will be relaunching that at the beginning of 2018, but it's I love it. It's an amazing program. Um, I keep it limited to the amount of women in the group. And we really focus on, you can either be in your nine to five, but we're working on an exit strategy to get you out of there, hopefully by summer, so you can be at home with your kids. Um, or you can be starting your night or starting your online business. And we work through getting the foundation of your business set up so that you can scale it and you are good to go and you don't have to make all those mistakes that I made that we talked about at the beginning right? <laughs> right? and it's beautiful and um, right so so are you taking a wait list for your if you already launched the this last quarter one are you taking a wait list for January yes um, if you want to join today it start it started yesterday so if you still want to get in if anyone still is like desperate to get me in right now yeah. yeah. Um, I'll, I'll still, <laughs> we can work together on that. Otherwise I do take one-on-one clients. I take a limited number. Um, and that is something we can talk about as well. If anyone is interested in that. So that's beautiful. I have one question to ask. It's one of my favorites. Um, and I love to ask my, my guests this. So you ready? I'm ready. <laughs> Ooh, bring it on. I don't know what it is. Ah! <laughs> so if you had any advice to give, 
young Amy, your younger self, what would you tell young Amy? Mm. How young? Like Any, okay. Um, I think to be more confident in who I am. I think um, it just in the last year of this becoming an entrepreneur, having to show up on Facebook Live, do you know interviews and podcast things like this, um, I've really had to be confident in who I am and what I have to offer. And prior to that, you know, when I was in my corporate job and even younger um, in college, I think I just um, kind of hid. I just, you know, I, I don't think I loved what I was doing. I think I became, I went to college and got a corporate career because that's what my parents wanted for me. And they, that was their definition of success. And so I don't think I really ever became who I was. So I wish I would have figured that out earlier um, and just been more confident in who I was and who I wanted to be. And I, I'm happy that I'm doing it now, but um, yeah, yeah, I think it would have been interesting to see where, what I, what would have happened if I would have discovered that sooner. So that's beautiful. That's beautiful. <laughs> I have loved having you with us, Miss Amy Coates. She is the, the founder and creator of two week notice, Society. If you want to find her, she'll. You can find her anywhere at that um, tagline there. Two Week Notice Society. And again, my name's Erin Strayer. If this has been of a value to you, please, please, please let us know in the comments. Share this video out to your friends, your coworkers, your family, your team, um, your tribe. If this has been um, of value to you, and that's one thing that we hope to bring forward on this platform again is that we talk about these hot topics and these stress points and we bring people and experts forward that actually have gone through them and have come out the other side. So Amy, I super appreciate you being here. She is our corporate exit strategist ex expert. <laughs> and I can't speak. And um, for you guys that have been on live with us, we super appreciate it. Thanks, Cheryl. Thanks, Jackie. Um, and uh, we're glad that you guys have been joining us today. So we'll see you right back here soon, people.